Hello and welcome to Biz Dynamica. My name's Leo and I'll be bringing you the best business ideas so that you can learn, grow, and become the entrepreneur that you've always wanted to be. This is season one, episode nine of the podcast called The Law of Least Effort based on Atomic Habits by James Clear. In the last episode, we talked about how to make a habit as easy as possible. We found that one of the easiest ways to learn a new habit is by changing your focus to getting as many reps in as possible. So, we went over some mistakes that I made that really took away from getting that much-needed practice in. And once we understand this idea of making everything easy, there's another component we can make to add to this to make learning habits even more automatic. So today, we're going to talk about another strategy that you can use to create habits. So let's jump right into the Law of Least Effort. As humans, we have a natural tendency to conserve energy and avoid any unnecessary effort, right? So this is known as the path of least resistance, and it applies to many of our lives, including our habit formations. So when it comes to developing a new habit, we often struggle because we're we're attempting to override like our natural inclination towards the path of least resistance. So we set like these these goals, right? Like these huge goals and trying to make us like a really big change in our lives. And it's all we do it all at once. And that requires a lot of willpower and a lot of energy. But over time, like this, this approach that you're taking, it becomes really exhausting. And that's when people start to burn out and they start to feel a sense of failure. Right. So to work with this law of least effort, we need to make it as easy as possible to perform our habits and, and as difficult as possible to perform the unwanted habits. So that means designing our environment and our routines in ways that, that support our goals and, and reduce the amount of willpower that you need to maintain those good habits. So let's say that you're an entrepreneur who wants to develop the habit of prospecting for new clients on a regular basis. So you know that this is a really important activity for you to be doing to grow your business, right? But still you're struggling to make it a a consistent part of your routine so this is where you want to apply the law of least effort so you want to make for example you you might make prospecting like just a non-negotiable part of your schedule so you choose a time each week when you'll focus exclusively on outreach and then add it to your calendar that way you'll have something planned and it'll you'll be more likely to follow through on it and then you can create like a dedicated workspace for for prospecting right so like you could set up a like a really comfortable distraction-free area where you can work on outreach activities without anybody interrupting you. And it actually goes hand in hand with what we talked about a few episodes ago about cues. When you create a really good environment, you're going to feel that cue to get started working. So it's kind of like like a double advantageous situation here. You're, you're working on your cues and then you're making it easier for you to start. And then another thing that you could do uh, is you can use technology to to make it easier to to really streamline those those outreach efforts. So like instead of like sending individual emails or or making cold calls, you can consider using tools like like email templates or or like automated outreach software to make the process much more efficient. But you get what I'm saying here? Like you're, you're making it easier to follow through on your goals of prospecting for new clients. And 
when you reduce the amount of willpower that you need, you're much more likely to stick with it. And over time, this, this approach really helps you build momentum to make prospecting just a natural part of your routine. What's cool about this idea is that you can use the law of least effort to get rid of any bad habits that you can have that are really holding you back, right? And if this is a case for you, the first step that you need to do is to identify that habit that you want to break. And not everybody knows exactly what it is that is really holding them back. So if that's the case for you, then I would recommend that you start by identifying that specific habit that you want to eliminate. And it could be helpful for you to track your behavior for a few days to get a better understanding of when and why you engage in that habit. And once you find out what it is, you need to make that habit more difficult to perform, right? So you need to look for ways to make it more difficult to engage in that behavior. So let's say, for example, if you're trying to cut back on your social media use during your work hours when you should be working on your business, you might want to uninstall all the social media apps that you have on your phone or use website blockers for your computer, right? And what's important, though, is that you create alternatives to, to alternative habits to, to really replace that bad habit. Instead of simply just trying to eliminate that bad habit, focus on creating a new and a positive habit to take its place. Because if you don't do that, then you're just going to find another bad habit to take its place. And you don't want that. You want to replace it with a good habit. So, uh, going back to that social media example, right? If you tend to procrastinate by sc scrolling through that social media, then you might create a habit of taking a short walk or, or doing a stretch instead, right? That's much better for you than just wasting your time scrolling through social media. And also what's important here that I really recommend is that you build accountability into your routine. So share your goals and your progress with somebody, whether it could be a friend or it could be a colleague or a coach. I really believe in coaches. They do a really good job of keeping you accountable because having someone else hold you accountable, it helps you stay motivated and really committed to breaking that bad habit that you have. And it's important also that you that you really celebrate your success along the way. Don't just think about like the end goal, right? Like every little step that you take towards getting rid of a bad habit or starting a good habit, celebrate that. Because it's important. It's important that you enjoy the process and enjoy the journey that you take to get there. So you get what I'm saying? Like we, we need to focus more on creating systems and structures that make it easier for you to take action towards your goals. And a lot of times this means that you need to be more intentional and strategic with your efforts. So instead of just relying just on, on willpower and motivation to, to get to success. So for an entrepreneur, this means that you might need to do something like uh, like outsourcing or delegating tasks that are not in your area of expertise, right? So it doesn't take up that much of your time. So you can hire like a like a virtual assistant or something like that to handle things that are are kind of like beyond your scope. And and uh, you can create systems also for like for customer service or or like fulfilling an order or something like that, just to make just to streamline everything and make it more easier for everybody to follow. And once you do this, you're going to find out that creating those systems and those structures will really support you in your goals, right? To getting to where you want to get to. And it's going to make it a lot easier for you to take action towards your goals and, and achieve that success that you want. And that means that you can focus on creating value for your customers and growing your business even more and making a bigger impact in the world. One of the really good examples that I like from Atomic Habits that the author gave is that all of the best companies find ways to make everything easier for themselves and for their customers, right? And that's why it's so addicting the products that they have. So like, for example, meal delivery services like Uber Eats and, and all that stuff and Grubhub, 
They've made it easier for customers to get access to food because they don't even have to go out anymore and, and, and go out and go, go grocery shopping. You know, they can get everything. They can get food ready to eat delivered to their door. So people are addicted to that. You know, they order. I see people at my work order Uber Eats all the time, you know, because it's easier for them to do that than than uh, cooking a meal for themselves before they come to work. And in the same way, all of the uh, really successful companies, like, for example, Ford is the first one that comes to my mind that really did a good job in automating their process to create the the model the model t the the one car that really set the standard for the industry they found ways to automate the process instead of having everybody build it by hand and it really lowered prices for cars and made it more affordable for everyone but see they understood that the law of least effort you know cutting out as much as possible to make it to make the business much more viable and then they were able to to focus on new things focus on getting more clients or whatever it is and you need to do the same thing for your business as well. And on the topic of getting rid of bad habits, you'd be surprised at how much work you can get done just by taking a small action right now. So like I was talking about earlier about deleting your social media, right? The, deleting the app and blocking the website when you get on the computer. And a lot of times people will think, well, you know, why am I going to do that if I'm, if I'm just going to get maybe get back into the habit of, of you know, redownloading it and everything? What does that help me? But You'd be surprised at how much work you can get done in between you deleting that account and then re-downloading it again later on down the road. I mean, you shouldn't have that mentality. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, I'll delete it and then just re-download it later. No, like you should be aiming for getting rid of it completely if it's really stopping you from reaching your goals. But I know like for a lot of people, they have a hard time with it. But look at it this way. If you were to delete your social media right now and block that website on your computer, and let's say that you went like two weeks without getting on social media and then you couldn't resist it anymore so you re-downloaded social media but at least you got two weeks of work done whereas if you didn't delete social media that's that same two weeks would have been wasted scrolling through your instagram or your facebook or whatever right but that's two weeks of work done that's really valuable right and you see what i mean like just the fact that you you're adding just that little bit of resistance uh, to your life really changes your productivity and that's why I recommend that you start doing that right now. But it's important also remember that if you're trying to get rid of a bad habit like that, like getting rid of your social media, to replace it with a good habit. Because that's when it's going to, it's much more likely to stick. If you just delete social media and you don't do anything else to be more productive, then you're going to start feeling that temptation like, oh, I want to redownload social media. And then it's not going to work for you. So remember that. And remember that if you want to use the law of least effort as efficiently as possible, it's important for you to reduce the amount of friction that you have in creating your good habits and then increase the amount of friction that you have to get rid of the bad habits and replace those bad habits with good habits. And the best way to do that is for you to create an environment that really, really um, empowers you starting to create good habits. And once you do that, that environment is going to help you reach your goals in, in growing yourself and in your business. But that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you in the next one.